Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful but snowy Grand Avenue in uh, St. Paul. Get those car care questions ready. Dan is going to help you out as he's done for, I think, Dan, I told a friend of mine that we're probably around 28 years or so that you've been, we've been putting you to work around here. Is that about uh, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know when we started, but somehow we could go back and do the math and figure that out. But yeah, uh, but I don't know what. But who's exactly. who, who who's counting really, right? It's yeah, that's right. A week at a time here. Uh, either way, if you have any kind of a uh, problem with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service, and you want to know maybe what could be ailing, it's always good to be armed with more information rather than less. So you can call Dan, you can text Dan. Uh, one number will get you either six five one four six one nine two two six. Dan, it was an earlier text came in. And I think it's a good question. Uh, 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 talking about, well, I'll just kind of encapsulize it here, uh, about disc brakes and drum brakes. The person says, I hear disc brakes all the time, but do manufacturers, car makers still make, and uh, do you still see drum brakes in newer cars? We do still see do. drum brakes in, in newer cars, and um, we never see them on the front wheels. Uh, they're only on the rear wheels, but it's actually still pretty common for um, that combination to have rear drum and front disc brakes. Yeah, and, okay. and, and it works fine. I mean, it's uh, it's been the way that it's been forever. <laughs> in fact, when disc brakes got started, uh, they were only installed on the front, and then they, uh, you know, got it mastered and started putting disc brakes on all four wheels. And most higher end and performance car have four wheel disc brakes. Um, but, uh, a lot of the lower end, especially smaller cars, uh, still have drum brakes. And have the materials actually, you know, the pads it's, uh, for either disc or drum, have they, I would imagine they've improved over the years. They have improved and, and actually they're quite remarkable. It's very common for rear drum brakes you know, to last a really long time, 100,000 miles or something really? like that. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yep, they last a good long time. The materials are better, they're safer, they're cleaner, they're all of that. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great product they put out now. 
Very good. Again, if you have any kind of a car care question, don't wait. I should remind you that uh, that uh, Dan is going to take his leave about 7.45, so he's got about another 30 minutes or so to help you out. So don't wait. Uh, you don't, again, we always like to say you don't have to be a, uh, you know, a, a mechanic yourself to ask your question. You don't have to be a motorhead or a gearhead to, uh, to any, ask any technical questions. If you drive and you need to bring in your vehicle for service, uh, you, your your phone calls or texts always welcome. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Texter says this. Good morning. How does a person know if their front suspension has a problem, and what are the fixes for it? Well, I think the most common way for you to check your own car and find a suspension or or steering link problem would be to see if you see any tire wear. If the tires are wearing on the inside or outside of the tires, if the tires are cupping, if something like that is going on with the tires, then you for sure need to bring it in and have the steering and suspension checked uh, to see what's causing the tires to wear in a strange way. Sometimes it's just the tires that uh, will do that, but most commonly uh, there's something going on in a strange way. Sometimes it's just the tires that uh, will do that, But most commonly, uh, there's something going on with the suspension and steering. The other thing to do on a routine maintenance thing, and and, uh, the manufacturer doesn't recommend this so much on a maintenance item, but uh, I kind of do, is is a front-end alignment. The uh, tires have gotten so expensive, and I don't want to wait for my tires to be ruined and worn out uh, to find out that I have a steering or suspension problem. So I think a maintenance uh, <clears throat> front-end alignment is a, is a great idea uh, to be sure everything is still straight and, and working. And the other thing that you can look for is with this season of potholes, if all of a sudden your steering wheel is not straight uh, like it used to be you know, at 12 o'clock or if it's starting to pull to the left or to the right, and something has changed, then that's certainly time for an alignment, too. That was going to be my next question. At Lloyd's, have you and the crews there been seeing more uh, the pothole damage this season? Uh, we, absolutely. Really? <laughs> it, well, the most common, of course, is tires. Uh, uh, a, a week or so ago, on, on a long weekend, we had 12 uh, vehicles towed in, uh, towed in with blown-out tires from potholes. So some of them had more damage than just the blown-out tires, but 12 of them had had uh, blown-out tires. My goodness. I'll tell you what, a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. I want to alert Gary in Maple Grove. You're going to be next up on the phone. If you have any kind of a car care question, call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Right now, here in the Twin Cities, we're down to 26 degrees. We lost 2 degrees in the last hour. 26, a breezy day. We could get up to 37 today, so some melting going on. Maybe near 46 tomorrow. Right now, 26 here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with ASE Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Dan, tell us uh, where Lloyd's is located for folks that may need uh, to get in touch. Well, thanks for asking, Denny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.com. 
lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll uh, get you that info before Dan leaves us, which is about 745 this morning. Uh, Your car care questions, you can uh, call Dan or text him. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Speaking of calling, we promised Gary calling in from Maple Grove that uh, he would be next up. Thanks for waiting, Gary. What is your question, please? Uh, good morning, and it's Gary, not Gary. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, I have a, a noise that uh, showed up, and I was thinking it was the maybe the tensioner. Uh, there's no uh, check engine light. And now the other day, I've got some antifreeze on the floor. Uh, any idea what's going on? Huh. Well, the game, the story changed when you told me there was antifreeze on the floor. Because <laughs> if the antifreeze is dripping and and spraying around, uh, you know, as the belt is turning and it gets on the belt, that will certainly make uh, a chirping noise. Um, because the belt is slipping a little bit. So uh, the solution to that is you're going to need to bring that in, have it pressure tested, find out exactly where the coolant is coming from, and have that fixed. In the process, they'll probably have the serpentine belt off, and if that's been contaminated with coolant, they're going to recommend replacing that too. But uh, you should get that in pretty quick and and figure out where the coolant is going and... and, uh, and why it's leaking. All right, very good. Thanks for the call. Uh, I'm looking at a bunch of texts that just came in. Uh, here's one. It says, what is the purpose and need for heat shields? Uh, cars have more than one, do they? And can you safely drive a car with that, their, their rattle or without those heat shields? What's the story on heat shields? Well, um, some of them can be removed, and it's just fine. The reason we put heat shields on is uh, safe, a safety issue especially on the catalytic converter the catalytic converter can get very hot and uh you know it can it, be, it can be too hot for the floor of the vehicle um and more importantly it can be dangerous if you pull into some tall grass or something like that it's certainly hot enough to start a fire and so that's what the heat shields are there for to, you know for safety some of them uh we are willing to remove and just throw away and not replace them. Some of them we are not. Some of them are too close to the converter and they get to, you know, there's a possibility of it getting too hot. And uh, so we either replace the heat shields or uh, most of the time we refasten them with clamps or welding or, you know, uh, a whole bunch of creative different things to keep the heat shields from rattling and from falling off. But um, like I say, some of them are important and and uh, need to stay in place, and some of them it's okay to remove them because they're far enough down the line of the exhaust where they don't get that hot, and it'll be fine. Okay. Getting a lot of brake questions uh, evidently today. Here's one interesting. If you put the disc brakes on the front of an older car with no power brakes, how much would that improve stopping without converting the power? Could, is that even seen, doable? Yeah, I've, it's probably is doable. I've never seen it, though. Uh, I think it probably would be more effective to add a power booster to the brake system. Um, yeah, I'd, I, uh, 
you'd have to maybe check with the hot rodders or something like that. Uh, they would know more about converting older systems like that. Um, but I don't know if, if it would do any good to add disc brakes without adding a power booster. So, okay. Sorry, I can't answer that very well. If you have any kind of a car care question, by all means, before Dan uh, takes his leave today, call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Here's another text, Dan. Uh, 2012 Maxima, the, another brake, rear brake pads are wearing out and make loud squeaking when backing out of the garage and then goes away. I was told, Texter says, not much you can do, don't need new brakes. Would you agree to that? Of course, you, well, you're, not, you're not seeing this now. Yourself, I'm not so. seeing it, but... Uh, I would certainly have it inspected, and it sounds like you have. You want to be sure that all of the brake pads are are able to move and that the calipers are uh, sliding properly and, and going in and out properly. You know, you want to be sure that the brakes are working properly. But beyond that, if the brake pads aren't worn out and you're willing to live uh, with the squeak, then uh, it's fine, probably. Um, but... Uh, if you want to take care of the squeak and the whole problem, uh, doing a brake job, you know, before it's ready, uh, is probably the solution that'll take care of the noise. And, and, uh, you know, in that process, you'll be sure that the brakes are all working properly too. I was looking at, I'm not sure if it was a news story. It was definitely a video of uh, someone whose fob, and this is something you've addressed over the years a number of times, uh, whose fob stopped working, whether a battery or whatever the case may be, and they were reminded that if you press this button, you actually have a real key, and they couldn't get into the car. So they, uh, in this case, they reminded uh, this person, uh, hey, just do this. You've got an actual key, <laughs> you know. Just remember the old-fashioned way when you used to open your car and sure enough, uh, this uh, person did have a key. I, I don't know if they're in all fobs, but they're in many cars do have actual keys, don't they? They do. You know, the key doesn't do you any good to start the car right. uh, in most cases, but it will unlock the door and get you in there. And uh, so uh, I, I agree with you, Denny. I don't know if all cars have that, but uh, I would say certainly most of them do. I know mine does. I know yours does. And... Uh, yeah, that's a great. And, and in fact, as long as we're on the subject, you should take that key out of that fob once in a while and go around and be sure that uh, you can still turn the locks uh, on your car because uh, they get uh, froze up from, or not froze up, but rusted up or corroded up from time to time. And uh, the best way to keep them working properly is to use them once in a while. So exercise that uh, key in uh, your doors. Good idea. Yeah. I might even when, do that when later today. Yeah, when you find the key, use it and see how it works. Yeah. That's I'm going to do that instead of clearing my driveway today. I think it's <laughs> less work. Good All idea. right, hang on, Dan. We're going to take a break, have a look at that forecast. It's going to be a, a windy weekend uh, this weekend, so stay tuned. We have a few minutes to go on our car care show and, and to do have time for your car care questions. So call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830, this is W. On this April 1st, Saturday morning, Denny Long here with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, answering as usual, as he's done for so many years, your uh, car care questions at 651-461-9226. 
Uh, Dan, we've got some text messages. Let's see how many folks we can uh, help out before you leave us here in a few minutes. Uh, this texter says, has a uh, 2017 RAV4, less than 50,000 miles on it. They say, I take it to the dealer for the recommended service every 10,000 miles, and they use a synthetic oil. Do I need to take it in for an oil change once a year, regardless of how many miles I've put on it? Question you get all the time. I do get that question all the time, Danny, and I think we came to the conclusion that, yes, you need to bring your vehicle in once a year uh, because there's other things that are involved in your vehicle, and they need attention and inspection also. So, yes, once a year, bring your vehicle in. Yeah. I don't want to say it's cheap maintenance, but it certainly will uh, keep your vehicle running a lot longer. And the, what do you call it? It's the, it's the lifeblood of a car or a yeah, truck. Yeah, that's right. That matter. Uh, this one is a, oh, wow, a 68 Chevelle, four-wheel drum brakes power, uh, with power, stops great. Uh, the disc without power, oh, this is an answer to that earlier question. The disc without power will help some but not greatly improve. There, there's uh, an answer from somebody who's tried it, evidently. There you go. Yeah. How often, uh, getting back to a key fob, how often should Texas is the battery and a key fob be replaced? Well, I think once I do mine once a year, and I think that's right. Uh, I've noticed that if I don't get it done on time, I start to lose distance and so forth. So uh, I think like your smoke detectors, change your key fobs once a year, batteries, and you'll be uh, good to go all the time. Yeah, and it's, uh, and I think if, if you find it, tough to do, I think, your shop, your local shop. I know you guys have done that uh, a lot, uh, changing batteries, right? We're happy to do it, you bet. Yeah. Here's, it doesn't say the vehicle, but it says it's a 2016 General Motors vehicle. The check engine light went off when I upgraded to a better grade of gas. You ever heard of that? Well, that would, it could be. (laughs) Or could it just be coincidental? Well, it could be coincidental too, but I I never say never with a car anymore, Denny. Because yeah, boy, I, it's, it's, every day I still see strange things that I've never seen before, and uh, it's crazy, but it's true. And so I don't know why the check engine light was on. Um, you upgraded to a better grade of gas. One thing that you did in that process was fill the car with gas and reinstall the gas cap. Uh, if the gas cap was not on properly before, uh, that will uh, turn the check engine light because there'll be an evaporative leak. So I think if you really want to know the solution to that, I'd bring it in and have the the um, computer scanned and see what the code is. And if we knew what the code was relating to, then we could know if it had anything to do with grade of gas. I, I doubt it, but it's but anything is possible. Okay. But again, you know, it kind of goes back to what you said uh, always is uh, what does the manufacturer recommend, right, as far as a grade of gas? Yeah, right. If you, use the, if you use the gas the manufacturer recommends, it should be just fine. Yeah. Texter has seen videos of cleaning uh, uh, car engines, spraying with a hose. Is that something, obviously not this weekend, but is that something uh, this texter wants to know, given the weather, can I do that myself, and will it hurt the engine? Well, you know, on most cars nowadays, most of what you're looking at and most of what's dirty 
is plastic covers. And certainly to clean those plastic covers is just fine. And then to take and, and you know, lightly rinse uh, over on the fenders and all that, being aware of computer components and connections and things like that. Be a little gentle around that. But you've seen, Danny, we do that all the time at Lloyd's. And, you know, it's easy for us. We're trained professionals. We know what we're getting wet. Um, but everything under the hood has, uh, you know, sealed connectors and um, it gets a lot of moisture anyway. You know, if you look down, you can see the ground. So uh, moisture gets up there anyway. Um, so to rinse that off, uh, in most cases is just fine. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, final question here is do products that chemical products like a transmission fix, do they work? And if so, how do they work? Well, <laughs> or do they? Yeah, I, not, not very often, you know, if, if, uh, we call it mechanic in a can. We kind of joke about it a little bit. And, you know, if something's broken, it's broken. And, and not very often will a chemical solve that problem. But once again, I'll say I've seen it happen. So, uh, you know, for example, with transmission, if you add a, if you add a chemical, probably what you're doing is trying to get a seal softened up or, you know, sealing better again. And, you know, if, because transmissions are so expensive, it might be worth a try, but uh, but I don't I would not expect uh, big results from that. All right, one more time, one more text, and then we got to run. Twenty twenty two Rav four cracked windshield. The original windshield has a black edging around the entire windshield. What is this black edging? And when we replace the windshield, do we need to also replace that? Well, I assume when you have it done, it's all done properly. The you know that trim. Uh, May or may, if if it comes off without breaking, that will not be replaced. They'll reinstall oh. that. the The windshield is actually, in most cases, glued in, and so they cut the glue to get the old windshield out, and then they reapply that glue to put the new windshield in. And uh, they do it all the time, and they're really good at it. So uh, they'll know what they're doing, and and uh, it'll turn out great. Yeah, absolutely. Dan, uh, we have to run. Thanks again for your help. How do we get in touch for those folks that want to get in touch with Lloyd's? How do we do that? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Thanks, Dan. Have a good week, and uh, we will be doing the show again uh, next week, all right? Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, Jack Farrell from Haskell's Wine Chat, straight ahead here on 830. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.